This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Um, so this one is pretty brand focused. If you're curious about how to promote their offerings and their products all year long, you know, what, what are you focused on? How do you keep things fresh? How do you time things? We're going to talk about hero products and slow movers as kind of like a go-to strategy for you when things are a little slow or there's not a launch or there's something uh, that you need to bring attention to for some reason to support your client. So hero products are the best sellers. These are the products that the brand is typically known best for, the products that kind of take center stage for the business. So if your client could only sell one product, that's their hero product. That's what they're known for. Maybe that's the one that's consistently sold out. Maybe that's the one that they come out with different colors or fragrances or styles, but it's like their thing that helps kind of put them on the map or that everybody knows them for. Like Charlotte Tilbury Cosmetics or NARS, let's say for example. Um, Charlotte Tilbury is Pillow Talk. That is like the perfect color, works on everyone. NARS, their color that works for everyone is called Orgasm. And they've taken, each of these companies have taken the success of those products specifically. And ours has expanded the orgasm collection. Um, they've expanded it to include other products that capitalize on that works for everyone color. Um, and then of course, uh, Charlotte Tilbury's Pillow Talk did the same thing and they have tons and tons of products now. And now it's like pillow talk in a range of colors and pillow talk. Anyway, it is their cult favorite, their, you know, go to hero products. And these are the ones that brands become known for. So maybe we think that they've already been featured in the media ad nauseum, right? But hero products, are newsworthy. Um, you know, there's a couple different reasons how and why, but let's say for example, something is sold out because it is a hot seller. Um, something being sold out is newsworthy in and of itself because that makes it cool and desirable. I, I mean, I'm kind of a victim of this, but, um, I will be kind of interested in something and I'll start looking around and like, start poking and seeing, okay, well, this is kind of sold out here. Oh my gosh, it's sold out there. And then I'm like, I need it. I want it. Like once I find out that it is going to be hard to get, I feel like I have to have it. So that's the kind of psychology behind these waiting list stories. Um, it also shows these products are very popular. So a lot of people are like dying to get it if they can't have it because it's so popular. So those stories about products being sold out or products selling out in a matter of minutes or um, 24 hours, those 
stories are newsworthy because those hero products are, if they're fast movers, the media wants to cover them because they know people are going to convert and they want that affiliate revenue. That's a huge, 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 if not, it is the biggest factor. So I would say 18 months ago, our biggest thing that would move the needle were product launches. And we were like, it's new, it's now, it's fab, it's fresh. You know, this is the newest, hottest, latest, greatest. But those products aren't proven to sell. They don't have a lot of reviews and they're not as likely to convert as these cult products, tried and true, um, popular products with really great reviews. And that has become, I would say, the shift in the last year and a half. That's become almost more important um, is that they're going to move especially on uh, big retail partners where there's a good affiliate program, Amazon, if there's reviews and people love it, it's more likely to sell through. And that affiliate revenue opportunity is the most enticing thing for editors to consider your product. So we love hero products because they're more likely to convert. I think that sold out is newsworthy when there's a restock because if something sold out, um, editors may say, well, I don't want to promote a sold out product because there's no revenue opportunity. Nobody can buy it. So talk about product that's sold out in a week is now back in stock with a X number person waiting list. You know, something like that is really newsworthy because the person reading it's going to say, well, man, I got to get that. So they're going to click through and transact. And that's very appealing to our media partners right now. Um, when should you promote these hero products? So if there's a time of year where there aren't other seasonal themes that would work for your clients, any holidays that would fit or other product launches that are a campaign you're focused on right now, that's a great time to go back to those tried and true hero products, put it out there. It's a really um, powerful strategy for your clients because it builds consumer confidence. You know, you're able to show them this is a bestseller. People love it. Um, they're really confident in purchasing it. And it has like a very high satisfaction rate. And then people start to trust that brand more. Some brands are built on the success of a single product and then that expansion. You know, like I mentioned with Charlotte Tilbury and NARS. Um, yes, Charlotte Tilbury is like a famous makeup artist and has a whole range of products and they're all very beautiful, um, but that put the brand on the map. So that cult favorite bestseller will give people a high level of satisfaction and confidence and they're gonna be really um, confident and trust the, the brand that you're promoting because they love that product or they'll get it and they know other people love it. So it's a great, strategy to go back to those. So um, you just have to kind of come up with a fresh way to talk about it, a fresh way for people to use that hero product or go to the benefits of some of their key ingredients, specifically if there's something seasonal about the ingredient, like pumpkin. I mean, I don't know, you know, you want to like match the season. So fall, pumpkin is a, an a great ingredient. It's seasonal to talk about that ingredient. And you know that the pumpkin 
mask is the number one seller on your client's line. So focus on that, you know, go back to those benefits that are useful, like moisturizing in the winter or keeps you warm in the winter, um, helps dry skin when it's winter time. So you're focusing on ingredients, on ingredients, on the benefits or the features of the product that have maybe never been featured before or that were featured somewhere and really hit the mark. And people were like, oh, that's cool. For example, one of my clients, we were representing a baby and kids brand that had products where the tagline is must haves made better. And that made better piece meant that every single product that they released had some unique component about it that made it better than any other of that basic item on the market. You know, so let's say like, um, like a, they call it, I think a stroller muff. We don't need them in California, but it keeps your hands warm while you're pushing the stroller, right? So you put your hands in this thing. So there's a million of these like stroller muffs on the market, but theirs has a little pocket that you can use your touchscreen phone and it'll keep it dry in the rain and the snow. And you put your hands in this thing. And if you need to touch the phone and you know listen to music or answer a call or just check email or whatever, that was the made better piece of it because you could actually use your phone while using this very common item. So we did an entire campaign focusing on some of their best sellers and the things that made them so remarkable, the things that were different and you couldn't really find that anywhere else on those basic items um, with other you know, baby and kids brands. So we went back to those hero products, like their diaper bags and their changing pads. And we highlighted those benefits that had never really been highlighted specifically before and really uh, drove home that made better piece of their tagline. And that was like a specific campaign. So going back to those hero products that you know have a lot of confidence with consumers, a lot of... Uh, success and satisfaction when people purchase them. They're known to the brand. Uh, maybe they're expanding that collection and that's sort of newsworthy in and of itself. But even if there's nothing else to talk about, those are going to be very appealing to editors because they know that the conversion is pretty high when people click through. They'll see those positive reviews. People love these products. So they'll click on it the price point's great, the reviews are amazing. So they will uh, feature it because people are likely to put it in their cart. So those are gonna move the needle. So that's why we love hero products. You can always go back to them because editors love talking about them. The, the sale is more likely. The confidence in that consumer to make that buying decision is more likely. Those reviews really do help move the needle. But then there's also these slow movers that you can position for your clients and kind of help blow them up, get some attention for these things if they're a good fit. Um, and there's just something about it. Like you don't know why they're not being featured, but you can position it as like under the radar favorite or best kept secret, something like that, that will really um, make it enticing and, uh, you know, give them a new reason to talk about it. So one of the things that we did to help the media talk about a product that 
was really popular a couple of years back and hadn't really been selling that well since the launch. But we had a client with a hair mask and we um, came up with the idea to just take a little bit, put it on a plate, microwave it for like 30 seconds, put it in your hair, wrap your hair in a shower cap or saran wrap or whatever. And now it's like a heat, you know, deep penetrating hair mask. And that product had been launched two and a half years before, but now with a new way to use it, we were able to get a ton of media coverage for that simple tip. So um, if there's a way that you can, you know, it's like we're seeing this on TikTok quite a bit. People using products for something that it's not entirely intended for, but it's working and it kind of goes viral or a product that works so well that people just can't believe the instant results. It just takes that one thing. So these are maybe um, ways that you're showing something as like a best kept secret or it's under the radar. Um, you know, it's like a, fa a favorite product of people in the know. And you can kind of highlight these slow movers and help your brand get some attention for them and get them like out the door. Um, so if there's like a glut of inventory on a certain product and they're like, we need to clear out the warehouse on this, come up with a way to talk about that, that will make it enticing and it will be timely, relevant, and you know, the best kept secret or people in the know love this product. So that's uh, kind of slow movers. Um, and then if you want to make pitching throughout the year so much easier and almost like systematized, that's our goal is to help everybody create processes in their business and get their team onto that plan so that they can have a really seamless workflow and always have something to talk about and always be able to tell the client what it is you're working on now, what you're working on for long leads and what you're working on for short leads and then what's on the horizon without even having to think about it. So if you um, are wondering how to do that, it's like having a list of big picture holidays, small holidays, celebrity birthdays, you know, not just for right now, but also planning ahead. Um, and it's there for you at your fingertips with pitch ideas and calendars and all of that. That's what we put together in the pitch lab. So that's exactly what you get on top of master classes and other training, but it's to make you um, seamlessly strategize your pitching. Um, if you're feeling in a rut, we're gonna get you out of that rut and make it feel more creative and fun and exciting. It's almost like fitting the puzzle together. So you get kind of the framework of the puzzle and that's the holidays and the seasons and the long lead and short lead timelines. And then you plug your clients product and launches into that strategic um, promotional calendar or pitch calendar so that you have even dozens and dozens, I mean, probably almost a hundred publications for long and short lead and what they're focused on for that month so that you're not you know, like, oh my God, I wish I knew that August was the denim issue or that they were going to be covering green, you know, uh, health products in January. Like, I wish I knew that ahead of time. That's what we're trying to pull for you. So we've called hundreds of calendars from publications. They're usually put out for advertisers, but it's the best way to get insight into what they're working on and when. And instead of you asking every publication for their 
media um, kit, you know, their kit to show what the timelines are for advertising. We've done that. We pull the, that info and make it super accessible to you. And that's in the pitch lab execution plans. So that's uh, just one of the, you know, other things that you can get is just on top of these uh, timelines and seasonal trends and fitting all of these hero products into the right pitch angle at the right time. And the other thing that's really cool, I love seeing this, is that we have uh, members strategizing with each other, reviewing each other's pitches, getting fresh eyes on it. If you have a pitch that's not converting and you don't know why, get those eyes on it. Get the community to weigh in and give you ideas. Get on our coaching call and you'll get so much. It's like a it's like a mastermind. It's not just some, you know, co me coming on and being like, this is how you do everything. Our community is incredible. And the collective experience of this group is like no other. And it all comes from great questions being asked and fantastic answers coming from the varied experience of the community. There's tons of tips and resources. It's really, really good. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, but that's how you position these hero products when there's nothing really else to talk about. And the slow movers, if you want to kind of be the hero and clear out that warehouse, <laughs> come up with some way that the media can be thinking about that product. That's really good. It doesn't mean it's a bad product. It just means nobody's really knows about it. Best kept secret. So get that out there that this is the best kept secret or get it to somebody that will talk about it and leverage that content and get more visibility for it and, you know, help your clients. There's other ways we help move slow movers. We've gotten on like deals and steals through Good Morning America or done audience giveaways um, with those products because sometimes it's really expensive to do those TV show audience give giveaways. But the, the challenge there is that I always recommend to clients when they're going to have any sort of televised anything, especially promoting a product as the only thing that they're going to be able to talk about when it comes to that brand. You want to put your best foot forward. You don't want to put your slow movers or less popular products because now you're getting that attention. If your goal is to clear out the warehouse, fine. But if you want to capitalize on that major media attention and the TV reach that you're getting on these shows, you want to put out something that is going to make people want to buy from the brand and not something that people are like, eh, whatever, fine, it's free or it's on sale, but it's not really positioning your client's company in the best light. So we had a client that was like, just get it on a show. We don't care. Move out, you know, clear out the warehouse. And we also got them on Ellen and the colors they picked were like not merchandised well. They didn't look good, but they were not selling well and they needed to clear them out. And I was like, this is, I mean, I got Ellen and we, they were like, do you have any other colors? And we're like, that's it. <laughs> that's what you're getting. Um, not ideal, but we still got them on. It was an amazing segment. The keywords as seen on Ellen were searched for years. Like the SEO value of that was amazing, but I would recommend not using a huge TV opportunity to put out your slow movers, but that's another way to, you know, do closeouts or giveaways, things like that. But then you're getting visibility on products that are not as popular or don't position the company in the best light. Um, see if you can kind of approach that strategy with the you know, 
best kept secret, um, insider info to, you know, only the insiders know about this product and you can get your hands on it. So anyway, um, just to briefly mention other ways to keep your pitches fresh, you can always share the founder story. We have tons of training on that, um, especially in the pitch lab. Okay, so we have seasons and trends, obviously. We're gonna fit all of that into that big master calendar that we share with you in the pitch lab, but it's, you know, focusing on back to school, Valentine's Day, um, you know, Christmas, Halloween. These things are always the same every year. You can also tailor pitches for more unique holidays like National Donut Day or International Women's Day, which is my birthday, March 8th, hello. Uh, National Lipstick Day, all of those things are going to be on the calendar every year. So obviously focus back on those because you know media is gonna be talking about them. The other one that is going to be more and more prevalent and important are data-driven stories. So there's your own data. Let's say your client has surveys or uh, case studies or things packed with data. That's really powerful. Um, there, you know, this research and statistics, it's a really good way to land press, especially if you package it well and build a story out of that data. But that research has to be ironclad. I mean, we're talking independent, peer-reviewed, quality-controlled research. So that's very important. But if your client is able to make that investment and do that, that is a huge angle that is um, going to be a great opportunity to supplement the work that you're doing. And your, uh, you know, your client is um, also like a great subject to be interviewed to support that. So we love that because usually they'll talk about the data and the findings of the company and then interview the founder. Um, it's a big investment, but it is a very powerful strategy that only your client can do because they have created this um, study on their own and found these results. But they can also tap into other uh, stories that come out around uh, uh, research surveys, things that have come out in the media and kind of tap onto that trend. The other data-driven piece that is extremely important is search volume. So editors are looking for high search volume term, terms, like words, keywords, that have a low results uh, returned on that search. Okay, so data-driven searches, keyword searches that have high volume, let's say 50 to 100,000 searches a month on best vegan coffee creamer, okay? but the results are scant. There's not a lot of results. That's a huge opportunity. And if you find that, you can specifically pitch that to one of your favorite writers. Don't pitch it to all of them. If they pass, go to the next one. But that piece, showing them people are looking for this and there's really no solution out there. My client's product is a solution for that. And if you know, you write it up, there's a big opportunity to convert that search and have your story be the top of the search. These are people looking for a solution to their problem. And the results on Google are not giving them a lot of options. So there's a huge gap. That's another piece. That is what our media 
partners, our friends in the media are looking for on their own. They're searching data. They want to give you infotainment. They want their stories to still be authentic. They don't want to just product, 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 and not actually love the products and not have it be um, positioned as like a feature or story. They still want to do that. They want to, to keep the trust of the audience, but they also would love to capitalize on a high search volume and a low results returned and fill that gap with a story that will direct them to a product that they love, they believe in, great price point, great reviews, boom, you're off to the races. They're gonna generate a ton of revenue. We did this, we got in um, Daily Beast on a beauty feature for my client's LED face mask. This is a $400 device and um, they have rerun that story four times now with different headlines. And each time the headline has gotten more um, authoritative and definitive, like LED face masks and what they can do for you. And the next one was like, this is the best LED face mask for use at home. And then it was like, this will change your beauty routine forever. It is the must, you know, it got more and more like you need to get this because it was converting so well based on certain search terms. So they're looking for that. And if you find that and you know your client's product fills that gap, pitch it out specifically and tell them there's a high search volume, you know, use Google AdWords and see what people are looking for. And if they're not returning a lot of results on that, that's a big opportunity for you to pitch the media and for them to run something that will generate revenue. Insider pro, pro tip. <laughs> so um, it's a new data strategy that um, it's not new, but it's more prevalent and important. So that's what I have for you guys today. I really appreciate all of you being here. You guys are the best. Thank you. I will talk to you guys really soon. Be well and have a great rest of your week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.